1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Blended Life. I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie.
0: Hey, you guys. So tonight, we're going to start stop talking about us a little bit and start talking about you guys. So we've had over the last couple weeks people writing in asking for advice on situations, so... Tonight we're going to talk about dealing with different different parenting styles. All right. We're going to talk about what to do when the other biological parent, not in your house household, isn't contributing. Yeah. Like you think they should. We're going to talk about ex in laws.
1: Ooh, kind of yeah. like our X factor.
0: Kind of, but okay. they're parents. And then, well, parents, yes, I like, like it. Like holidays. Okay. That. How do we handle holidays, or how do how? What are some different ideas on how to handle holidays? Yeah, that so, can get tricky. Yeah, lots to get into so let's do it
1: all right where do we start
0: so i'm just gonna read straight off emails and these come from instagram and then also emails of people who have written in um and this is actually a two-parter okay so and this person says i need any and all advice i can get on how to navigate this newer situation so her husband and her have different parenting styles oh she says they have very different parenting styles. Yeah, various, I can, like highlighted. I cat- can
1: appreciate that. <laughs>
0: yeah, and our children are all very different. It's yeah. been a little bit of a struggle for me because I don't connect with his kids. And so she wanted us to talk a little bit about that. And I feel like that's something that can kind of get touchy with us because I feel like we both are like in that same boat.
1: Yeah, we both have feet. a little bit in that one foot in we're swimming
0: in those waters as well yeah so different parenting styles
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) look you know you can't change someone's parenting styles I feel like that's kind of like their personality you know how we handle kids is what it's kind of what's innate in us and especially when you're talking about kids that aren't your own you know, I i am sure everyone's really sick of me saying this, but if you're not the biological parent, you kind of have no power. Yeah. You know, you only have a, the amount of power that your spouse allows you to have.
1: Yeah, or even their ex allows you to have.
0: Right. Like, uh, in some regards, as a step parent, your hands are kind of tied. So you really have to come to terms with, can you live with it? Yeah. Or can you not live with it? And also something I've learned a lot is... You know, your marriage, like, don't bring your differences of parenting styles into your marriage. Because you can get into a lot of fights that are going to get you nowhere.
1: And the kids are just going to come between your marriage, which we've talked about.
0: Yeah. You know, you're bringing, you know, you, you're you disagreeing with something that you are not going to change, you know. And you have no power in, but you're bringing that problem into your marriage or into your relationship and you're, Creating that fight and I, a lot of times it's just not worth, it's not worth the fight.
1: Right. So uh, one thing that that makes me think of is, you know, you might have different parenting styles, but find the things that you do have in common and build off of those. Mm. And then find out what your differences are Mm -hmm. and see if you can work through those or if there are strengths and weaknesses maybe that are different because you and I totally have different strengths and weaknesses when it comes to parenting and being able to allow each other to work on their strengths. Yeah. Is what makes our family a whole blended family.
0: It's true. But I think people, when they talk about different parenting styles and everyone has their, his and her kids, it's hard because you feel like the kids are being raised up differently. We feel like that in our house a lot that our kids are being raised differently. And let me say, there's no one right way to parent a kid. And every kid is so different that they do require different parenting styles, reg- regardless if you are
1: I think that's where we struggle a blended
0: family or not. But I, I actually answered someone um, on our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group, right. a blended life support Facebook group. So go check that out if you're interested but I was talking with someone on there and I was just saying, like, it's okay for kids to have those conversations with you. You know, kids see that, that you know, oh, that's not fair, right? Fairness is something that the different parenting styles bleeds into kids and in that conversation of it's not fair. Why does my stepsister get to do this and I can't? Why are they allowed to behave that way? Why are they allowed to talk that way and I'm not? And conversations I've had to have with my own children – And I'm sure you have had to have with yours. It's like, well, I'm your parent Mm -hmm. and I have the right to raise you. You know, I'm raising you the way I see fit. And like it or not, you know, that's, you know, I have your best interest at heart and acknowledge that things are different. You know, I always allow my kids to know like, yeah, it's different. You're right. You're allowed to have a feeling about that. Mm -hmm. But regardless, like I'm going to do my best that I can do. And you have a dad, right? You know, you have a dad who also has a say in how you're raised. And that isn't Eric.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's one of the complicated things is that, I mean, as everyone's well aware, we are blended families and there are other hands in the cookie jar. Yes. (laughs) You know, so that is where things get complicated. And again, back to co-parenting, that is just the beauty of figuring out co-parenting. And I really want to get our guest speakers on here soon that we've talked about. That oh, have I'm like, do we have a surprise guest tonight? <laughs> no, tonight. Oh, I was going to bring in one of the dogs, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but figuring out that combination of how to co-parent and being able to, um, you know, work with your spouse and have a tight household, mm-hmm. but being able to communicate with the other household and not let them dictate your household but being able to make it work so it works at both houses.
0: Yeah, and an I think that thing. it's really hard too because you need like kids need consistency. Right. So and honestly, each biological parent number one job is to raise their kids, right? So the kids need to be consistent as they can between the two households they reside in. So I think there needs to be less focus on the household as a, a blended family unit, like we all need to be on the same page and more that if kids are going back and forth between two households, the two households that the kids are going back and forth in need to be as much as on the same page as possible. Now that's really hard and probably very an unrealistic expectation, but I would also say fairness in a household is a really unrealistic expectation between step siblings and, um, And I just think that everyone needs to let go of that a little bit and just have conversations with the kids about it is what it is. And I always tell my kids too, like, then make better choices than I did. You know, really know who you're having kids with before you have kids. Take your time. Live life. Um,
1: Learn from our mistakes.
0: Yeah. If you don't want a blended family because this is hard, then you really need to do what you need to do beforehand. And this is just the reality of a blended family is that it's not fair in the household because there's so many different cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. So it is different parenting styles. I guess it just kind of is what it is and figure it out before you walk down the aisle if it's something you can live with. And if you're already married, then you really just try not to let that come between your marriage. It's because it can. Yeah. It you totally, totally can. can.
1: Well, you know what? And discipline is like one of our viewers is saying. Like they struggle the most. They they struggle with this, but our um our when it comes to the discipline, that's the part where they struggle the most. So you know that okay, that's where I'm struggling the most is on discipline part. Let's try to get on board and get things in line. Before the discipline, because there's a lot of other things to get in line. What
0: does that mean? Get in line.
1: Um, No, I mean, get things in line, get your household in line, bedtimes. Um, You know, what are we going to do as far as eating habits go, dinner habits? There's a lot of things that you need to get in line to make everything feel like it's flowing comfortably in any family. But in a blended family, you know, some kids might be able to eat differently than other kids. Some kids might be able to drink. Say soda or if you're in the Midwest pop <laughs> you know um you know and and the other kids in the household might not be able to so if you can work on those um you know the more fun things the more exciting things the more funner exciting things, then I think once you start getting those things on track the rest like discipline will start to become a little bit easier so
0: align the small things
1: the easier things the
0: easier things. Yeah. I see. See what I'm saying? That makes sense. But I think also you need to come to an agreement with discipline. Like a lot of blended families, you know, the bio parents discipline their own children and the step parents are kind of like reinforcement. Mm -hmm. So if like the biological parent is grounding a child for looking at something inappropriate online, for instance, Mm -hmm. Then they impose the punishment and the step parents just there to be a backup, like reinforce, you know, not let the step kid get away with breaking the punishment, things like that. Um, that seems to be across the board the easiest thing that people come to an agreement about in a marriage just because it's like if you can, your kid, your discipline, I'm just here to support you. It just leaves less room for fighting. Or if you're both like, you should do this with your kid, or I can't believe you're letting your kid mm-hmm. do this, or that punishment isn't good enough, um, because that, again, can start a lot of fights and a lot of resentments, and you kind of have to let it go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't you? Do you agree I with that? I totally agree.
1: You just said something that kind of sparked something. This is going to be like kind of our first, like, <laughs> like a real discussion, but like let's figure something out <sighs> that I'm seeing. We have a lot of teenagers in our house, and I'm not going to call... Any kid out, but I've been noticing one of our children, one of our childs.
0: It's probably mine.
1: I, I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. One of our kids has been spending more time in the bathroom than usual, and it got me thinking. Like, hmm, this person, this kid, either has a crazy bladder bowel syndrome. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot going on. They're on the they're in the bathroom quite often.
0: Yeah, I wonder why.
1: And. But I also don't know. So one of my solutions, and I was thinking of this because a lot of other people might have the same problem, and times are a lot different than they were. How do we change that? Because I'm like, you know, that is a private area. Do we want things happening behind closed? You know, do you see what I I'm getting I don't want them yet? happening you- in the uh, okay. living room. But my thought to this is like, <laughs> oh, geez. geez, this is a bridge that we haven't crossed before.
0: No, nope, you know? brand new.
1: You know, and we have a, we have three of our four kids are teenagers now, you know, or as of tomorrow we'll be teenagers. Um, how do we? What do we do? So a a thought I I thought, and I want your input on this. And this is really us coming up with a family rule or a thought or however however we want to go about it. My thought is maybe, the, maybe the kid is being completely innocent behind this closed door. And maybe they're just YouTubing out and they're geeking out because we're pretty good about checking what's on our kids' phones, right? Mm-hmm. Do we make, like we do at the dinner table, a no-device policy <laughs> in the bathroom? Or do we just let that slide and say, well, that's the bathroom, that's a private area?
0: Are you going to provide magazines?
1: Uh, we can. <laughs> I mean, don't you get... I'm pretty sure you get some, like, home and garden stuff to the house. <laughs> we got a few today
0: um what
1: are your thoughts on that
0: i never thought of it as an issue so i didn't know it was an issue
1: it's not even an issue i'm just thinking like man i
0: didn't know there needed to be something done about it
1: Mm, this is how it goes so i'm not even saying there needs to be anything done do you think that it's
0: uh, (laughs) okay
1: do you think this is even an issue or 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 is it really just a like oh well like it is what it is
0: I don't know. I mean, I hadn't. You're, I know I, we hadn't talked about this. You no, know, I'm blindsided. I didn't even know I, this yeah. was a thing. So I'll it, think about it. Okay. Also, think about things, right? Like don't,
1: what?
0: you know, you don't have to give every challenge and a- answer right at the time. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not opposed to a no device in the bathroom policy. Get in I don't know get if out. it needs to be that way. I think that we have less bathrooms in our house now. So well, it might be an important position. Oh uh, yeah, of a bathroom.
1: <laughs> of a bathroom remodel. So but, we're down a bathroom. Yeah. I but don't it's know. almost done.
0: I haven't noticed it being an issue, but if it's an issue, I guess it's an issue. Okay. I don't know. But somebody says on our um on our feed here, yeah. I'm a bio mom and mm-hmm. he is soon to be a stepdad. And when I say I'm going to spank one of his kids, he says don't you touch my daughter or son.
1: Mm.
0: I'd be the same way. Yeah? Yeah. I think that, well, I mean, I think. I won't
1: think spank that, him, I'll kick him. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> but I think that's something you have to respect. If they're not your children, if you're not allowed to touch them, then you need to respect that. Right. You know, maybe some parents don't care. Like, spank my kid if he's out of control. I don't really care. <laughs> that's kind of where awesome. I'm at. I'm
1: like, yeah, spank him. But you're like, I would never spank your kid. I would never. Those kids, I know.
0: I would never, and you know, because then all, also, because people are also manipulative and will use things against you, and God forbid you guys didn't ever work out and you got, or the other biological parent is accusing you of now beating their kid. I don't know. I just think that it's... There's it's,
1: actually a question in here, I think probably the next page, that's kind of on that same oh, subject it's your, and topic, right? Oh,
0: okay. I'm So you're saying that it's you're oh okay so you're oh
1: it's their child and they don't want the oh, other oh if to it's your be, child
0: you do what you see fit right right if he has a problem with that it's you know tough
1: yeah but also if your child or even their child's in an issue where it's like there feels like there should be some punishment and they should be spanked you know um let's figure out something to discipline the kid maybe spanking's not what we want to do in the household that's that's perfectly fine right yeah but you know do we let our kids keep throwing rocks at cars while they drive past? like no let's come up with a solution right yeah
0: I really think you defer to the bio parent Mm -hmm. I think you always have to kind of respect that and hopefully you marry a good person right hopefully you marry somebody who you respect and is a good guy or a good gal so
1: Doesn't spend too much time in the bathroom with their device. (laughs)
0: But seriously, like hopefully you're marrying a stand-up person, but you kind of have to defer to the bio parent. I think the bio parent takes the lead when it comes to discipline. That is my opinion. That probably doesn't work for everyone. Um, And if the other biological parent isn't in the picture, then that just puts more of the burden on you. And either you trust your husband to be that he might have a better way to solve a problem or... You stand and, you know, you stick to your guns and this is what we're going to do. Either way, I think it's your choice how you handle it and um, everything has consequences. So if you disappoint your soon to be husband and he flies off the handle because you don't respect him and you don't care about his opinion, then that's how your marriage is going to go. Um, because it's one of many fights you're going to have in a blended family. It just is. It 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 all circles back around to the same kind of issue of like, you're not hearing me. You don't respect my opinion.
1: One of our viewers know. just said that they have a rule that if a kid's in trouble mm-hmm. and the other parent, the bio parent's not around to help discipline. Yeah. So say I'm not home mm-hmm. and. One of my kids gets in trouble Mm -hmm. rather than you just jumping in and disciplining. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can, Mm -hmm. they have a policy where the kid has to sit and wait on the stairs.
0: (laughs) I love that until
1: the until the bio parent gets home. I love it. Then the discipline comes in.
0: I love it. And see, I think (laughs) I love it. It's so great because I think that like, I guess when you're a biological parent, discipline kind of comes naturally. Like I have no problem putting my kids in their place. Right, they are my kids. I can talk to them however I want. We have that comfort level. When it's a stepchild, it doesn't feel like that comfort level. That same comfort level is there. You know, there's kind of, It's different. Yeah, for a lot of step parents. But I, I wish think. that we
1: could get over that. I wish that that's something. And I know it's not a natural thing. But yeah. you know what? You and I weren't. Well, I hope not. weren't brother and sister growing up. But we get to <laughs> a. But we, we. But we. Get, but we grow into a comfort level where yeah we are able to talk to each other on a, on a level you know where you wouldn't necessarily go talk to even your next door neighbor on that same level right yeah so i wish that we could do that with our children because i think that is a big part of our blended families and turning them into feeling comfortable you know i know you're not comfortable um disciplining my children mm-hmm. but i am totally be- totally comfortable if i'm not home like um am- one of the kids goes out and does something they're not supposed to i I'm just like handle that, take care of that, you know, if you need to spank one of them <laughs> now that they're both teenagers, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean but it's but it is a it is it is steps that you need to get but I to. think
0: that yeah, I guess, but I also think that a lot of blended family members are wishing themselves into a natural family, like God, I wish we could just be like it was like a natural family, and that's it's just not it. it. That's part of it. I'm like, that's just not the reality. It's it's
1: not the reality, but eventually, but eventually, it can become that. You know, like yes, you're never going to be the biological parent. No, you're
0: never going to erase the fact that you have zero power. You're never going to erase the fact that you have no say and no decisions. And like, when the hard
1: things come around, you know. But day to day, like for instance, my daughter, she's not my biological daughter, but it takes something really big, some really big decision. To have to remind me like, oh, wait, she's not biologically yours. It's one of those things that I've grown into. You know, when I talk about how many kids I have, I tell everyone I have four kids. You know, we're a blended family. I have two. She has two. You know, it's very rare that it comes up how that situation came about. So it's something that you naturally grow into, I feel like. And granted, you and I have only been married a year. You know, yes, our kids have been around each other. Been together seven. Right. Right however we weren't we weren't husband and wife at that point so we drew those boundaries those were lines that we didn't cross because we weren't a married couple yet but ask us in 10 years from now where we are
0: yeah you know? it'll be interesting to see if it grows from there or not i just think that i have i think i just have kind of like standards and beliefs and boundaries and i just and respect like I, I think I boundaries cho-
1: is the biggest one. I
0: feel like I really respect that I'm not the mom. Right. And every day decisions are made to remind me I'm not the mom. I have no say. And so it's like the problem you get into is that you want somebody to take on all the responsibility and be the bad guy and step in when in this one little area in life. Right. But that doesn't truly go across the board. So in my head i i don't I don't compute that like right. in this one section, you want to be a natural family and have me discipline and be but
1: you turn it off for another situation but I in all the, the rest,
0: I have to stand back yeah I it's don't hard. have a say yeah, so I just think it's an unreasonable expectation because every every day at least in our blended family, situations come up where i'm I have no input like Multiple I have no say yep. so you can't have it both ways, yeah I for me you. like i my brain explodes I'm like you can't pick and choose which wow. um you know so i don't know like i i'm
1: going back vertical. Sorry. Guys.
0: okay but moving on from different parenting styles because we have a lot more to talk about we are
1: dying on battery <laughs> on that always something
0: so we're
1: gonna look at julie today <laughs> the
0: same the same individual also writes in she says i just don't know how to make it better how to try and not be resentful Their mom, so I'm guessing the biological mom, she's a stepmom, right? Their mom does absolutely nothing. She has them every weekend, and that is it. I take them to school, get them ready every morning, homework, everything. But Mm. they idolize their mother. Mm -hmm. She works at a gas station for heaven's sake. They have been babies their whole lives, and at the ages of five and six, can't do anything independently, But when I try to get them to or learn to try or learn to do things themselves, I mean, I'm at a loss. It's been since May that we've lived together and things are not getting better. So I think children are always going to idolize their mother.
1: And that's a good thing.
0: I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. No matter how horrible said person is, kids have a natural thing to like seek out, get approval, want love from. But
1: that's biologically their parent. And that's a good thing. But the flip side of that is you are doing everything. And yes, there's no recognition right now. Step parenting is really hard. There's no credit right (laughs) now. But here, how I keep saying right now, as these kids grow up, and this is this is one of those, this is going to be another t-shirt, I'm in it for the end game. Because this isn't, like really though, you can laugh at me all you want, but it's not it's true. A, a quick gratification position that you're in. It's all about the end game. It's about getting these children to grow up and out of the house and become good human beings. And that's the position that you're in to do this. Not... From what it sounds like the other parent, not the mother, the biological mother. That's what you're doing. And the kids don't see that. I mean, I grew up in an excellent household with two parents that are still together. And I didn't realize this type of stuff that they had set me up for until, you know, way late into my 20s.
0: Yeah, you don't appreciate anyone.
1: Exactly. Or even until you're in that situation. Totally. So, yes, you might not get the gratification and um, the thanks now. But one day, this will pay off. And those kids are going to know who raised them yeah. and who taught them.
0: That's right. Kids will remember who took them to school. That's it. You know, and I i mean, I've said this and shared this before, if you haven't listened in yet. Um, it took me until my 30s to realize some some hard truths about my my father, my biological dad. And I always, I always just, kind of had him on a pedestal and kind of always chased this relationship with him and I finally laid it down and it was the hardest thing and just the biggest blessing in my life to do so so it's just kind of like you have to white knuckle it I mean really we have our kids for 18 years out of 100 and it's so it's it's a drop in the bucket and it's kinda like when you have a newborn, right? You cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> right? Every day is like roundhog day, you're exhausted, there's no reward, your nipples hurt, your incisions hurt, the baby's crying and you don't know how to make it stop, all it's doing is pooping probably on you sometimes. You're getting thrown I had up completely on a
1: different experience than you did. Oh my God. Are good. Your nipples are intact. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I'm just saying it's kind of like each stage of parenthood and step parenthood. I feel like is kind of goes back to that where there's like there's no reward. It's Groundhog Day. I'm exhausted. I get no thanks
1: well, for what I did. Also, what are you here for? Are you truly here because are you marrying into this relationship because of the kids? Or are you, you here for your spouse? You know, why are you here?
0: That's a good question.
1: And you're only there for part of the time if it's there for the kids. So if you're marrying into someone for the kids, which probably most people aren't, but hey.
0: Some people do. Some people fall in love with the kids first. Yeah. And then the spouse later. Or they have, right. you know, I right. think you know that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I wouldn't say, you know, I fell in love with her first, but I definitely fell in love with my daughter before we ever got married. Yeah. Yeah. Um. However... In the end, not even the end, years down the road, these kids aren't going to be around on day-to-day or shouldn't be around day-to-day, right? So it's, it's about building that good relationship with your spouse. We put so much time and effort. You and I put so much time and effort into our children and our, 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 our child's lives and how that affects our households that we tend to quite often forget to put more effort into our own relationship,
0: yeah, Right. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, but we have so many kids doing so many different things. But
1: it's no excuse. I mean, we have half the kids that some people have. Some totally. blended families have eight kids. <laughs> true. I don't know how you, know? you do it. God but, bless but it's, you. But it's no excuse, even if we only yeah. had one kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: So, and I think that you have to just kind of let go, speaking to this person, you know, you have to let go of who the mom is and what the mom does and that the kids idolize their mom. That is all out of your control. And if you waste your energy there, you're going to be every day upset, every day disappointed, every day um, you're going to feel horrible. What I would say is talk to your spouse. You know, use this as a good time to sit your spouse down and let them him know. Again, hopefully you married a good guy. You know, if you tell your spouse I feel exhausted, and I feel unappreciated. That should matter, right? To your spouse, like your spouse should not be like, "Oh well, guess you signed up for this. Good luck in life. Get the kids to school tomorrow." No, it should
1: be okay. What are we going to do? Like, to what's the this? plan? Yeah, how can we? Change you know, this?
0: and then your spouse should step up and start showing you appreciation too, right? Like, thanks, honey. Have flowers sitting for you. I mean, women love gestures, right? And we're all romantic. So if you're a husband listening to this.
1: How about the gesture your mom makes?
0: No. <laughs> That's what spouses do for their husband. I mean, it never... Wow. Anyway. <laughs> but her like, mom
1: only has one gesture. We're not going to do it I'm calling air. her out on air. Come, come on. Not, I'm not doing it. Do it, it please. Not.
0: Nope. Do it. Nope.
1: Oh, she won't do it. I'm not
0: going to do it. Um, Because we might have kids watching, and I'm not teaching kids that. Um... So we'll make macaroni <laughs> later. Anyway, you know, I mean, I think you just need to have a heartfelt conversation with your husband and if it's truly too much then you guys need to get together and figure out a plan for school bus or get par- get into part of a carpool with Don't the kids. we get kids. a school bus? No. Oh. um, you know, there's other options too. So like if it's really draining to get the kids to school every day, then school bus, carpool, Um, figure out a different way. Maybe your husband can go into work late and take the kids one day and you let you have a morning off to enjoy coffee or go to a, you know, an exercise class or something. And if it's not that, if it's just really irritating you that you're not getting, you don't mind doing it, but you're not getting what you want back from kids. Kids are egocentric, right? Like the world revolves around them. They don't really think to thank you. That's something that's kind of got to be ingrained so also your spouse can help you by teaching them to say thank you. You know, kids are blank slates. So thanks for taking me to school. Thanks for cooking me dinner. Thanks for packing my lunch. You know, they are taught these things. Um, and I, so I just think to have that open relationship with your spouse and have them to, you know, figure out a plan to help you feel better. Because on your own, you're not going to feel better about right. this. Anything else you want to add to that? No.
1: That, read what one of the viewers just said, though. That's, that's kind of neat.
0: Um, well, Brooke says, hey, Brooke, um, I think this is why it's important for the bio parent to show appreciation to the bonus step parent. Sometimes we're needy because we don't get instant appreciation. That's true. And that's especially true for, bio, for step parents who don't have kids of their own. Yeah. When you're pouring your entire soul into a child that's not yours, that would be very old. What's cool about having your own kids is it's kind of a distraction and a fulfillment that you get that kind of balances out the other. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Anyway.
1: And the next. And the
0: next is in my relationship when started dating and one of the first things he said was once I met the kids, there's no turning back. And just as he said, there was an instant connection between him and I and my children. That's really, really lovely. That's cool. That's cool. It doesn't always happen like that. If right. that happens like that for you, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, that's a good thing. Because that's a then good thing. You're just you're starting here. It makes it easier. Yeah, and there's only up from there. Because it's awesome. hard
0: when you don't connect. Which is also one of the things this um this person who wrote in said that she doesn't connect with her stepkids. And I think that's true for a lot of step-parents because you fall in love with your spouse. You know, you don't, doesn't necessarily guarantee you fall in love with your step-kids well, or a that lot there's of times a connection there.
1: Yeah, it's not even your fault so cool. that you're not connecting with your step-kids. Your stepkids might not want to connect with you or might not know how to connect with you, which I think that we have both of those in our in our family. You know, it's we have
0: or there's not a need for a connection like they feel love uh, you know they're what? just cool I, I don't, the way it is i don't love I don't that know.
1: i don't say you know we're a blended family mm-hmm. i think that we need to connect on all levels or, or on some level in on
0: some level we all but, connect but but you no, can't force but no people. need for a
1: connection or a no, family no like
0: kids don't kids have a mom and a dad they might not right. feel like they need a second mom
1: yeah but you got to connect with them somehow it might not be a second mom but I'm you, saying the
0: kid may feel... I see what you're saying. You're trying to put it out <laughs> on the I hear what parents. you're saying, but no. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I'm talking about the other person. Oh the know. person <laughs> you're talking about. Hence our life. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. All right. Here's an, Here's another interesting topic that we're going to jump into because it's nothing related to anything that we've been talking about. <sighs> Thank the Lord. Yeah. How do I set... Okay. So email says... This was an Instagram, actually, question. How do I set boundaries with ex-in-laws and get them to respect said boundaries? I was very close with them and have a good relationship with them, but I'm about to get remarried in three weeks, and they are still trying to have me over for family meals and holidays with my ex-husband. I would not be... Yeah. I don't hate the man, her ex... But I certainly don't want to give anyone a false hope that reconciliation is going to happen. Not to mention I don't want to disrespect my soon-to-be husband. And I feel by my ex-in-laws asking that of me puts me in an unfair situation and is saying to me that they don't respect my relationship with my fiancé. My ex asked for the divorce, and now since I'm on the brink of remarriage, he's all of a sudden made a mistake. And his parents get in the middle of damn near everything. Well, you know what? Help a sister out. Okay.
1: Well, here's here's the thing. I'll help I see right off the bat. And you'll have a totally different spin on it than I do. Totally. Go ahead. But you know what? I see it as a great thing on one side (laughs) of it. This is great. On one side of it. They still see her as family. They still respect her. If they have kids together, that's a good thing because they are going to be able to hopefully do what's best for the kids. On the flip side of that, she's completely right. She needs to start setting boundaries. She is by going and hanging out with them, and um, unless her husband or her fiance is just all right with that, which he probably isn't most most husbands wouldn't be or fiancés, she needs to start setting setting those boundaries. You know, and doesn't mean that you need to make a big uproar and a big deal about saying no. I can't go to those events, but don't do it. You know, because yes, there's there's the false hope narrative. There is, um, you know, just there's a lot of, there's a lot of things wrong with that, which I think everyone knows. Um, but just setting yourself up for the future, which is not with him. You guys are now exes, so you need to put that distance between you, and you need to start putting that focus into your fiance, who you are going li- to build a life with and spend the rest of your life with.
0: yeah. Mm.
1: now how do you see it
0: oh I just want to pull out all the knives and just start throwing them no I think that if you're done with a marriage and you have kids then you need to be done with the marriage so kids get confused also and get false hope if mommy's still hanging out with daddy and daddy's family well why can't we all just be a family like I don't understand mom and you're just making a harder situation for the kids even more confusing. Right. Um so boundaries are also to protect kids, but also um you just don't participate. It's not that hard. You get invited, you don't have to be rude. You can just be like, "Oh, thanks for the invite, but um I I'm, I'm going to have to pass." And leave it at that. You don't even have to give lengthy discussions, or you make don't up have something. to get into it. Yep. Thank you. You can be very kind and gracious. Thank them and then pass. And after enough times of you thanking and passing, you know, most 99% of the population is going to stop inviting you somewhere. Now your ex-husband saying he made a mistake, I would not, I mean, don't respond to any of that. Right? Like if you have kids together, you're only talking to your ex-husband about the kids. Right. You're not ta- especially if you have a fiance and you're trying to get married. That's so inappropriate. I can't even begin to tell you. So you just you don't respond. I mean, you can't control what he's going to send you, I guess, but you can control your response. So you would yeah. just not respond. And then when it comes to the kids, you can re talk about that. But I think you have to start living out the boundaries that you want to set and stop living, letting people pull you because you're allowing people to pull you in places that are inappropriate um, and not respectful to your husband and your fiance. I mean, if you're if your husband and your fiance or your ex-husband and fiance are friends and you all want to get along but that doesn't sound like that's the case here.
1: Now, let me take just a total outside of the box <sighs> opinion, uh, like thought on this. Next week, it'll be just Julie by herself, by the way. <laughs> I tend to be getting in the way this time. But just out of an all, you know what? You're a Hallmark movie show watcher. Everyone's a party planner and falls in love and does the right thing. I
0: love the Hallmark ch- Hallmark. Channel. Now,
1: if this is something. That's
0: what I watch in the bathroom while I'm there alone the door's closed.
1: With your devices.
0: With my devices.
1: So now if this is something that is a hard thing to do and you do want to be around your ex's family and your ex is swaying you stop and take a hard look because if this is going to be an issue throughout your entire marriage with your fiance, your, who's going to be your new husband, ask those, answer those questions right now. Don't answer those questions in six months, six years from now. You know, are you making the right decision right now? Because you already have children with this man. You've already been married to this man. He was the one that walked away. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like if this oh is something- no!
0: Like if you have unresolved something with your ex-husband, then I wouldn't get married till you really are ready to right. walk away. Oh no! I am fully on board. Okay,
1: with that. sorry, I had to go Hallmark Channel for a minute.
0: No, for real. I mean, because you don't want this coming between your marriage. Ex- like that's until my point. you're exactly until you're re- ready to have hard lines drawn. Mm-hmm. Don't don't walk down the aisle. Yeah. It will come between you and your spouse at some point. And
1: ask and ask yourself, like, do I want to be over there for Christmas dinners and Thanksgiving dinners, and do I want to be with this man? Because if so, then you need to rethink everything. You know, am oh, I am yeah. I making the right decisions? Because it'll catch up to you one day eventually, anyways. You know.
0: Yeah, so. I think even everyone wonders what would be if you had never gotten divorced. <laughs> I. Th- Right? Like, at some point. (laughs) At some point, Like, don't you feel like, don't you wish, like, I mean, even now with everything that's going on in your life, like, don't you ever be like, I wonder if
1: we- No, no, before I was over the situation, yeah, you're always like, what's going to be different?
0: I'm every day like, hallelujah, praise Jesus. That's kind of where like, I'm at
1: now. And I've been that way for a like, long time. But you know what? <laughs> when,
0: I wonder, when I'm when i like, I wonder if my kids would be better off. I'm like, oh, God, we're nope. so loved, we're blessed. Right,
1: exactly. You know? But that, I think that's part of the getting over it aspect when you don't ask yourself that question anymore. Mm. What will we look like? I haven't asked myself that question in literally years. You know, mm. and it's not one of those things like, hmm, I wonder. Like, no, no. Yeah, it just doesn't cross your mind.
0: There you go. Or mine. Doesn't cross his mind. All right. So, <laughs> well, I think that we kind of handled that one. I mean.
1: Did I answer it correctly?
0: Yeah. Okay. You did great. Thanks. Okay, moving on. Um, another individual asks, how do you all handle it if the parent tends to forget or doesn't bother with the child, but wants all the bragging rights? I'm remarried, but my ex, he isn't.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, you know what? You deal with this more than I do. You have...
0: No, I mean, not no. He's a very present father. Right. Totally.
1: But I'm talking about when it comes down to doing things. You're the one that's taking them. Just recently has it slowly started it's to It's getting
0: shift. better. Like, I don't want to discount the strides that we've made
1: yeah. At this, all
0: because it's gotten better. It totally
1: has. However, up to this. It hasn't point, always
0: been that way. So
1: And how have you dealt with that?
0: I just there's yes, I can't control if they want bragging rights, right? Like I can't control what they're gonna say, what they're gonna tout, what they're gonna brag that they do or don't do. Like I can't control any of that. So it's kind of again wasted energy, wasted being upset, wasted, you know, I'm shouting at the rain, banging my head against a wall for what? They don't care if I'm bleeding or drowning. No, right? A lot of people they're like enjoy happy. That. Yeah. So I just think you have to concentrate on what you do, and do what you feel is right for the kids.
1: What's the Ronald Reagan quote?
0: Oh, it's in the other room. You want to go get it? I don't know it by heart. Don't you? No, I might get it tattooed on my arm.
1: You should probably learn it before you tattoo it.
0: Well, uh, right. That's why it's not tattooed yet. Okay,
1: but it's basically <laughs> don't go out and do things.
0: And want the credit, and
1: it, it will, and worry about the credit. If you, a successful totally. person doesn't get successful by getting all the credit, now you have to be willing to go out and let other people take the credit. Sometimes, yeah, you know,
0: because they're going to. Whether I mean, you can't allow um, someone to take credit, right? Yeah, I'm like gonna they're gonna do what the they're time. gonna do. It's
1: so simple. I should know this.
0: So I don't handle it because. It starts, fights, and makes a difficult co-parenting situation even more difficult. So when you start calling people out and you start sending angry texts and angry emails and you never do this and you never do that and you're a horrible parent and I'm the star and, you know, it doesn't get you. It's not like you're going to say anything that the other parent's going to be like, oh, you're right. Oh, great. Well, I'm a piece of shit, and you're oh, amazing. You know, I, not, there's nothing you're going to say to them to make them, like, turn on a light and be like, I need to do more, you know, and I don't take any credit.
1: Why don't you just read it? Oh, thanks. Talky.
0: So Ronald Reagan says, there is no limit to the amount of good you can do if you don't care who gets the credit. Sorry. I'll post that on blended life tonight. So you all can just have that quote. You can, I'm going to uh, tattoo it on it me. In. I'll once you she know, memorizes a it. chest piece,
1: chest piece. Yeah.
0: Um. So I'll say it again. There's no limit to the amount of good you can do. If you don't care who gets the credit. And really that's a good point too. Like it doesn't matter. It's about the kids. So as long as the kids needs are getting met, as long as they're happy and and healthy and fed and housed and clothed, you know, that's at the end of the day, what matters totally is, is the kids and that be grateful that you're in a position to give that to them. You know, that should make you walk about six inches taller. You know, I got, I do, I can relate like in the beginning of my divorce, I did everything for my kids provided wise, right? I was in a better financial place than my ex.
1: That's no excuse. You know that I'm just saying financially but I'm just saying, like, if you're in a if you're in a lesser financial spot than your current ex, don't let that stop you and hinder you from being the best parent you can
0: totally but you know? I I took pride and I still do you know I mean you get mad at me sometimes because I don't push the envelope a little bit more with things in financial regard. But I'm like, I take pride in being able to take care of my kids. I truly do. Like, I don't depend on anyone to feed my kids, to clothe my kids, to make sure that my kids have what they need for school or sports or to go on vacation. The fact that I can provide that for my kids without anyone else's help, like, makes me feel like a good parent. Like, I walk a little taller. I take pride in that. And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: I yeah. I just, you know, I'm
0: not. I didn't marry you so that you could support my children. Right. You know, I didn't depend on my ex husband to support my children, and I that meant something to me. Yeah. You know, and so as a source of pride, like I'm still happy to. They're my kids, and you know, you do the same for your. You do the same. He's the same person. He does the same for his kids. So.
1: Well, there's one check for each of us.
0: Boom! Drop the mic. Walk away. Moving on. Um, next email. Hi, it's me again. I'm just making you have a voice. Um, I had a suggestion for a topic, um, holidays in a blended family. Not so much gifts on Christmas for my family personally, because we do have a family, a strict family guide of one gift, one of a four gift rule. Right. So she, this is actually really cool. So they have a four gift rule in their home.
1: One gift that they want.
0: So something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. Wow,
1: You're a poet and you didn't know it. She is. I She's didn't write this. She's a poet and didn't know it. I
0: kind of love this. We, I'm, we might talk about. Okay. Because it's expensive. Can we just talk about how expensive Christmas is? And it's so stupid. It, well, They don't play with anything. Real like, quickly, though. What did we the, do this
1: year? That was kind of fun. Well, we kind of blew it too, though. We,
0: we had a plan to follow through it all. I mean, we, we were we, like, we're going to we cut back and spend thousands We may have talked about this before, but we had, the, we
1: had the kids horrible. take what was supposed to be their Christmas money <laughs> and go Christmas shopping and bless other families.
0: Which we did. That was awesome. And,
1: nothing, and that has nothing to do with us and wanting to be like, yay, yeah. look what we did. It's to teach those kids. Like, look, you don't need everything you need. There's kids that truly need things. Yeah. And you guys are so
0: blessed blessed (laughs) i wanted
1: to say spoiled but
0: they're blessed too
1: um you know and i feel like the kids got something out of it so that was a lot of fun having them do it now and
0: they loved it they truly did they were so excited they had like it was a an angel tree and every angel had a kid's name and age and kind of things they were into the kids all took an eight like they had so much fun how many
1: angels yeah, right? it, yeah, it was fun. Was it
0: an angel tree, or it, other, no? To, there were other it totally things. was, yeah. Okay.
1: And there was, but there was a few left that were like weird, like hard items. There was a handful of kids left on this tree, and there's like a week till Christmas. You so just took just, them I just all. I took them all. He took and, them all. Like and the, yeah, and the kids just had a blast, and each kid kind of could relate to like one or a couple of the kids it was
0: really fun and it was
1: a lot of it was a lot of fun because yeah but like
0: we we were like we're gonna not do christmas for our kids and the kids are gonna really like do for others and learn that lesson and then
1: christmas happened
0: we shit the bed
1: oh my gosh
0: (laughs) sorry but we did and then we got them a puppy and a bunch of other (laughs) stuff we're ridiculous but maybe this year this will go good i like this idea Um, anyway, (laughs) so let me finish the email. And yes, Brooke, I will post these four gift ideas, um, on our blended life as well, because I love it too. Um, anyways, what about schedules? Do you celebrate with both extended families in the same day, break them up, celebrate on a different day when the kids are around? Um, the holiday season is quickly approaching and I'm sitting on the couch starting to stress. (laughs) Oh girl. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, so and uh, I'll just say what we do in our custody, mine and my ex husband's custody schedule. I mean, <laughs> I mean, custody schedules are kind of funny because you don't think of all the like long term consequences of your short term decisions. It was, yeah, it's what works
1: for you at that time.
0: Yeah, it was like this seems like a good idea. So my ex family, my ex, my ex family, my ex husband's family. Christmas Eve is a huge deal. They all get together. All the cousins get together. And when I was part of that family, I was a part of that. So I knew firsthand of what big of a deal it was to get together. Santa comes to the house. It's it's a really wonderful, fun, fun, fun thing they do. Um, and I never wanted my kids to miss out on that. And that was really important to him. And I knew that I have a very small family. So I wouldn't take that away from my kids. So And what that's we, good of you to
1: think of that. Because a lot of people... Will be spiteful and be like, I know that this is a big deal to them. Oh, I want the kids on that My day. My kids
0: were so ho- they would, miss but it's out. not
1: about you. It's about the yeah. kids. Okay, so that's so, something to think of.
0: Yeah, that's a family and tradition. And but having said that, so in our cut in our legal custody agreement, right, he gets every Christmas Eve, and then I get Christmas Day. Well, you know, he loved that until he got remarried, and. They are trying to make their own traditions as a blended, their own blended family as they should. And he was very regretful, not very regretful, but he was kind of bummed that he had put that in writing that I would have them every Christmas Eve because he's like, well, now we want to do Christmas morning with the stepkids and all that. So last year I started, you know, giving him Christmas Eve and then bring the kids over to me by like. Yeah. They were home by nine in the morning. So they got to get up and have like a little thing at six, eight, whatever. And any,
1: yeah, most young kids they're up.
0: So, I mean, we try to work with each other because we know, well, not, we try to work with each other. I try to keep in mind that everyone's got families they are trying to make memories with, and I'm trying to be easygoing. Well,
1: and it's important to the kids too. The kids need to be able to see that.
0: Not, Hey, yeah, but he he has brought up like, what if we want to go have Christmas at a cabin somewhere? (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, well, celebrate christmas a different weekend dude because i don't foresee yet me giving up christmas day with my kids no i agree that we have them to like you know go go celebrate christmas there's nothing wrong i was part of a blended fam- families and i celebrated christmas with my mom because i was usually gone christmas break so we would celebrate christmas in january i didn't care yeah. As a kid, it was like a day, right? Like, and we're cel- like we're Christian, so we should be celebrating Jesus' birthday anyway. But um, we celebrated Thanksgiving. I grew up celebrating Thanksgiving on a weird day and Christmas on a weird day, and it never really bothered me as a kid. So, and actually, we're celebrating Thanksgiving, I think, on a weird day. Too, this year? we're having like a bunch of Thanksgivings. Uh, I, I think don't know. We're having anyway, a Friday
1: Thanksgiving this year, right? Does that sound right?
0: Yeah. I don't know. And we're having Thursday here, Friday. I think that's what your mom said okay, anyway. Cool. Whatever. So we rotate Thanksgiving. There. So Thanksgiving's year on, year off. We rotate Thanksgiving. Christmas is kinda set. We rotate Halloween. And my But and you guys have kind of a different thing. My ex
1: and I are pretty lenient as far as things go. Like if I had something come up that was like, Hey, I need them here this morning, you know? Yeah. And vice versa. I think we're both pretty good about that but we split the day yes you know and it's and it's not like man you have to have them here at 12 you know unless you have something going on Um, but it's like hey I'll have them there around like noon or so or even two o'clock and they'll, they're gonna spend the first half of the day with me and then they'll spend the first half of the day with you and then we switch that every other year so it's like okay well that's my morning so I know I'll have them in the afternoon or vice versa. So you versa.
0: rotate mornings and afternoons, correct? but mornings we, and evenings, yes. On Christmas but we Day. both
1: have them. What about on, Christmas Eve? um Christmas Eve, we're a little bit more flexible on, you know. So we we haven't had your kids that often. On I don't Christmas think we've Eve. never had know if We on. ever have? No, they are always so bad. Yeah, so I'm a little bit more flexible about that. You and I like to go to church. We've had them a couple times, or I've had my kids a couple times. We've We've taken them to church with us, Um, but unless we have something major going on, I'm really kind of flexible on that, too, which also is kind of nice to take that whole situation away, and Christmas Eve now, we don't have the kids, that's perfect present wrapping time.
0: Yeah. Right? And it can be, like, I'm, you know, I love romance, and...
1: Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Not this romance, Hallmark Channel.
0: Yeah, we don't, we don't have romance, Um, but... (laughs) But, like, Christmas Eve, like, it's, it's kind of romantic to, like, turn on the fireplace and you got your Christmas tree and.
1: And a new puppy and that's a new whining. Puppy whining.
0: But you can really embrace, like, it, I know it's sad when you don't have your kids, but I know for us, like, I really, while it's sad, it's sad when I'm alone. Like, if he's working overnights and then everyone's gone. Never around Christmas time. No, but I'm just saying like you can use that as a time to reconnect with your spouse and have like a romantic evening, wrap Christmas presents, you know, you need to rethink when you don't have your kids. Sometimes it takes effort to make it a good night so that you train yourself to be okay cuz one day your kids are going to be gone anyway. That's and my And you're going to have to have Christmas anyway. It's all about sometimes.
1: you guys anyways, so.
0: Yeah. So birthdays we rotate birthdays too. Yeah. Year to year. Yep. Do you guys rotate birthdays year to year? Yeah,
1: we do, but we don't. You guys are like
0: less structured. We're very, gosh, we're so, we're structured. Not you know so
1: structured. what though? We were very structured at the beginning. We do have all this in paper and in writing. I
0: think you have to.
1: Yeah. When you get least, divorced with kids, at least they California, make you. they make you. And then they yeah. make someone, even if you both don't want to, they make someone pay child support. It's like a thing.
0: I we, I opted out of child support. <laughs> right, we did. I mean, but my, if you go you, through the
1: court system, they're gonna like it's like a. Force they bring it
0: up, but I actually just talked with someone who said <clears throat> that in court, their their boyfriend's ex spouse uh, opted out of child support, mm. and cool. I know we did too. Like you don't have to; it's a choice.
1: I would have opted out.
0: Yeah, but you. I prefer to just did support your, did my your child ex opt directly. Out? nope (laughs) that's what happens you both have to opt out right but we've
1: tried to since then and they won't let us that's the that's the kicker yeah i have yeah i don't know
0: i don't know about that
1: anyways so
0: are we about wrapping it up now thanks everyone for joining us we have another question we're gonna get to a different night okay but in the meantime if you guys want to email us you know you can write me messages on instagram I work full time. He works full time. We have all these kids. And so I know sometimes.
1: I love the ones on YouTube, though. I usually try to answer those. Your, he answers right on YouTube,
0: usually. I'm the unless one that pointed, handles our Instagram. Unless they're
1: pointed directly at you. And then I'll.
0: Yeah. I'll we, my YouTube. point is, even if you're emailing us or on our website, you can email me. We Find do us. our best to get back. I'm going to try to get back to people here because it's just. It, sometimes it's just too much to type. Yep. Like I have too much to tell you to type this all out. So um, but feel so, free to please, please ask questions if you have topic suggestions or a situation you're dealing with that you want different perspectives on. We're not professionals, but we have endured a lot
1: and are still enduring more we as endure we endure daily.
0: <laughs> so thanks, everyone, for joining us. Like, subscribe. Check out our Blended Life support group on Facebook that just kind of really launched. Um, And then we are on Facebook as the official Blended Life. That's us. Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Visit our website. All the things, guys.
1: Uh, You're laughing at me. (laughs) The outros are just, they're just, they're outros. It's just, it's fun to listen to. Anyways. Thank you guys for tuning in and sorry we missed you guys last week. It was just one of those weeks. Bye. (laughs) Bye you guys.